0: Welcome to another episode of The Impolite Psychologist. So I had thoughts about talking about my observation of passive aggression in our society. And I started thinking about it because I was in this training that was on Zoom the other day and the person who was presenting was wanting to have a dialogue about a case that he presented. And so people were talking about this is the type of therapy this person needs or this is a good intervention or something like that where everybody was, everybody was participating and sharing their point of view and sharing their thoughts and it was a really good dialogue. Now, what was happening simultaneously was the thing that I found very annoying. And that was, there were people who, instead of waiting their turn and then speaking up or adding to something that somebody else was saying, they were just commenting and asking questions in the chat. And so we were getting inundated with people trying to be part of the conversation without actually being part of the conversation. And it just was completely inappropriate for what was happening. But they couldn't wait their turn and they decided to alert everybody while we were all having this dialogue. And I found it so rude and passive aggressive. And so I started to look up the definition of passive aggressive. And it used to be considered an actual disorder, that at one time, the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of mental disorders had passive-aggressive personality disorder as a diagnosis. It no longer exists in the DSM that way, probably because those behaviors got enveloped into a different diagnosis now. So what ended up happening was I couldn't find a decent definition of passive-aggressive. It was difficult and then I found a really simple one. So thank you Urban Dictionary for getting it right. The definition according to Urban Dictionary is acting upon aggression in a non-confrontational manner. Very simple. People have feelings of aggression and instead of being forthright about what's going on, what they're thinking, what they're upset about, etc. Instead, they find a way of letting people know without confronting them. And so I think in the case of this training I was in, the people who were blowing up the chat with comments and questioned, were saying, look at me, look at me, I need to be heard. You guys need to pay attention to me, right? Without actually speaking up. Now, this is a problem that I have seen going on for years, but I feel like it's at its height right now. One of the things that used to happen, I used to run a meeting years ago and there was one person in particular who would show up late to the meeting and, and show up late to the meeting with whoever she drove with, which was a different person every time, and would come in while the meeting was being conducted and walk in chit-chatting and having some kind of conversation about something unrelated. And so, everybody would sort of stop what they were saying and look at her and give her the attention that she needed. Now, this particular person, in addition to many other people, would love to complain about all the things wrong with Issues that weren't being addressed, things that needed to be done, things that were upsetting, whatever the case may be, and then would never have a solution or never want to be part of a solution. So when held to task, when somebody said, okay, what are you going to do about this thing that you are upset about? the complainers would either have nothing to say or they would somehow make it somebody else's problem. Like somebody should do something about this because I'm upset. Well, what about you? Oh, well, I'm busy. It needs to be somebody who is, who is younger, who has more time, whatever the excuse was. And so just more of that, aggressive grab for attention without actually wanting to problem solve anything. And so I see this as a problem in our bigger society, that so many people want to share their opinions aggressively, but so many people want to act like they're out there and they're bold and they're doing something, but in fact are quite passive. For example, every time a person changes their profile picture on Facebook or Instagram or whatever social media platform, in order to show that somehow they care about something, but don't actually want to do something about it. Like, I am going to change my profile picture to say I stand with whatever group of people and I'm on their side, whatever it is. And it's always something different throughout the years. Sometimes, you know, at one point it was France and then it was the Ukraine or whatever it is, gay pride, you name whatever group is needing to be stood with at the time Everybody changes their profile pic to show that they stand in solidarity with whatever the group is. But the thing about it is is that that is probably the most passive thing you could ever do if you want to actually support said group. If you actually want to support some group that is struggling, you should go to said group and help them. Volunteer your time, donate your money, whatever it is where you're sacrificing some of yourself because you really genuinely care about the people or the problem. But you see, Everybody's so passive nowadays that that's pretty much as far as anybody's going to take it. And the passive aggressive part shows up when people take stances on social media. I feel this way about this candidate or I feel that way about that problem or everybody should think the way I do or everybody should vote this way. And it's super aggressive, but it's easy because it's a passive way of getting your point across. You can passively post something and never even look at how people comment or respond to you if you don't want to. You get to be a keyboard warrior where you don't actually have to engage in any sort of conversation or hear another person's point of view or, or to even understand another point of view so that you have to think about where you stand. It's all so much easier to be passive or passive-aggressive on social media. I know very few people who will actually engage in a dialogue that is meaningful about issues. Mainly what people do nowadays is they say nothing face-to-face when they disagree with somebody. And then they might go back to their social media account and go off on someone who shall remain nameless and vent to the community about what a terrible person this person is rather than actually engaging in a dialogue about how one person's point of view is different from another person's point of view. No one's willing to do that anymore. They'd rather remain silent and then vent about it later, somehow with someone else, not in direct confrontation with the person they have an issue with. And so I find it all really gross that people are running around so upset all the time about so many different things, but unwilling to actually confront the problem. And so it ends up coming out in these really super weird, passive ways. Now, the thing is, is that the definition of integrity is what you do when nobody is looking. When you don't have an audience, for what you do, and you just go and do the right thing. That is the definition of integrity. When no one's looking, you do the right thing. That is what integrity is. People so lack integrity now. And I think social media has made it possible for people to completely lack integrity integrity and do the passive aggressive thing and for that to somehow be totally acceptable. Now, a lot of people say that mental health is really being examined nowadays, that that the world has become so much more aware of mental health issues. And that we are really focusing on that nowadays. And I have to say that I personally do not see evidence of that being appropriately carried through. That what's actually happening is, yes, people are having conversations about mental health more and more often, but the conversations are not focused on people getting mentally healthy. The conversations are focused on pathologizing. So what that looks like is someone decides that another person has some type of mental health Disorder and they take to social media to discuss the pathology of what is wrong with somebody in their life. My mother is borderline, my father is a narcissist, my girlfriend is histrionic, or whatever the case may be, people are taking to social media to passively, aggressively call others out. And even face-to-face, people are pathologizing other people and saying, well, the way that you acted makes me think that you might be bipolar. Maybe you should take a look at that. Maybe you should go see a therapist because I'm really concerned about you. Translation, F you, you're pissing me off, I'm going to pathologize you. That's really what people are doing and saying. And I don't think that that, that people becoming more passive aggressive about mental health is making a dent in getting people actually better. So then the question becomes, what is this all about? Why is everybody being so passive aggressive nowadays? What is the cause of all of this? And it always comes down to the same thing to me that all of this passive aggressive action is people really trying to get their needs met once again. Everybody needs to feel special and needs to feel heard. And so whatever means necessary, their opinion is so important and they need to feel like people are listening and what they have to say is so dang important. With the idea behind it being that a lot of people don't feel like they are important enough. And so, because they don't feel like they are important enough, and they so badly need to be heard by others, that people start to get super aggressive about how and when and where they share their opinions. And the truth of the matter is, is that everybody is clamoring so much to be heard and to feel like they are special and to feel like everything they say is so important that nobody's really actually listening anymore. And the more that people try to feel special and feel heard... And the more that they aggressively try to jump out there with their opinions in the name of being a caring person or being a concerned person, but underneath it all just really aggressively needing people to hear your point of view and think of you as important, that no one is actually being heard that the same thing is still happening, that there is nothing you can say, there is no way that anyone is listening to anyone else. No one cares because if it's so important for you to be heard and that is the most important thing to you and you are aggressively trying to let other people know your point of view, then what do you care what other people say, right? Unless they're propping you up in some way. Unless you have people telling you, wow, your opinion is so important. Wow, you made me think. Wow, you have a lot to say that's so special. Unless you're hearing that, and a lot of people are hearing that, then nobody's listening. And so my conclusion here is that we have so many people in our society who so, so badly need to be heard, need to feel important, need to feel like they are special. That Really, that's where mental health needs to go. That if you do not feel special or heard or important enough, don't take to social media. Find your local therapist and talk to them about why you don't feel like you are important enough. Understand where that need came from. And get real help rather than passively and aggressively sharing your opinions all over the place rather than understanding the real need that you have underneath all of this bravado. Be well and thank you for listening.